Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 1 of the Saja Photography Podcast. My name is Jason Teal and we have finally made it into the fifth season of this podcast and we're going to kick things off with something spicy. I am mad, I am pissed off, and I'm going to tell you all about it right now. All right, now I was going to start things off with some wishful thinking and some positive vibes and everything like that, but... I've been kind of going through a little bit of a situation with my photography website. And as you know, these things are vital to any photographer. I'm sure you have your website and maybe you got like your backup on your Instagram or something like that. But I've had my photography website since probably about 2004 maybe even as far back as 2003. Now, for the most part, I had been with the same service provider. I was originally with Lunar Pages, and they served me well over the years. But I think uh, after probably almost 20 years, they packed up their bags and sold their services to a place out of Oakville, Ontario called Host Papa. Now, you have to throw up a few red flags whenever you come across a company that calls themselves Host Papa. Papa, but I, you know, it's it was sounded okay. the The rates didn't change, so I was I was pretty happy with the service. But the problem was, I think probably at the beginning of the year, or maybe even last year, I started to get a hard press from, uh, you know, they call them like customer support or something. But the problem was was that they were coming across super sleazy, and what I mean by that was that they would almost shut down my account or they would shut down my email. So I couldn't receive any email. I was locked out of email or something like that. And I would say like, Hey, like what's, what's the story here? They say, Oh, well, you know, your email is, uh, you know, full or something like that. I said, well, how is that possible? I I'm not really receiving that much email through my websites. You know, it, it just didn't really calculate properly to me, but always their solution was, is, you know what? If you upgrade to our ultra plan from your LP Lunar Pages basic plan, you know, this won't be a problem. Just just upgrade and this won't be a problem. And I always said, you know, you know what? I, I'm just going to tinker around with a few things, go into my uh, C panel or whatever and just delete the files. And, and that's what I did. So that dropped everything down to within, you know, usual parameters, I guess you would say. And then I guess that wasn't good enough. So then I think probably starting the beginning of this year, it was another issue. It was resources. And they said, you know, you're on a shared server. Your site is using so many resources. Now, you know me. I am not the world's most popular photographer. Nobody is going to my website. I keep my website on a basic plan because that's what I basically do. It's not a huge part of my my life at the moment. And I just kind of want to have a website there. But the problem was, was somehow, magically, in the ethos of the internet, my little website was using a shit ton of resources. So much so that once again, I had to upgrade my plan to the ultra plan on Host Papa. And this wasn't really something I wanted to do. I didn't want to pay more than I am for my podcast hosting services just to have my name out there. So I said, no, 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 like I'll, I'll solve this. And the problem was with a lot of the 
things I see with back home. Now, keep in mind that this is a Canadian company, so they have Canadian customer service. And by that, I mean, for those of us in Korea, we're used to customer service on a professional level. When you, you know, you don't have to pull a full Karen, you know, I want to talk to your manager. But, you know, if you say like, hey, I want this done, they're going to snap into action and they're going to actually help you. Canadian customer service is like, fuck you for making me do my job. And I'm going to pull rank on you. So basically it was like, well, it's your responsibility to look after your website. We're going to shut it down. Okay. And they shut it down. Now, I don't have access to the C panel. I don't have access to my mail anymore. Nothing. Okay. And this is kind of the problem that I have with dealing with Western companies is that when you are in Korea, especially, I find that the customer service is willing to work with you. If you, if you call your credit card company or you call you know, your internet service provider, they will do something to kind of help you. However, in Canada, again, it's that sort of teacher tone, that professional tone. Like it was like a, I'm not going to tell you how to optimize your site. Just upgrade your plan and pay us more money and the problems will stay, but just pay us more money. I don't want to deal with you, with you anymore. And that's sort of what I got back and forth. Now, the funny part about the story is that I was getting two sides of the service spectrum because after getting that sort of piss off and pay us more money, because we're not going to do a single thing unless you pay us more money and we want you to pay us more money. I did what any other sort of middle-aged white male would do, and that was turn to Twitter or X or whatever it's called now, but I'm going to use the term Twitter. I turned to Twitter and I tagged them in a post saying like, hey, I'm having some issues and host Papa is doing fuck all to basically help this situation. Does anybody have any other options? And magically, magically, whoever is on the host Papa Twitter account jumped in and said, oh, no, no, like, we'll help you. We've got a uh, a crack team of uh, tech people who are going to sort this situation out. Like, we're going to contact you soon. Just sit tight, buddy. And it was like night and day. Twitter, it was like, oh, oh hey, you know, like you're a value customer. Like, we're going to do what we should have done all along and have some of our specialists who we have on staff to look at your situation and come up with some solutions. And really and truthfully, that's all I was really after. I was not after like discounts. I was not, you know, wanting to talk to the manager and getting a refund just yet. But I was really just saying like, hey, like, I don't know what is going on with my site because my site is incredibly simple. It's a WordPress site attached to a site for my portfolio. That's it. So it should not be using up any more resources than it should. So then the tech people got in and they said, yeah, we've done some work and yeah, we think we've got it figured out now. No worries. We're, we're very sorry that we had to shut down your site, blah, blah, blah. It's back up and running now. Thank you very much. And then a couple of weeks later, I get an email saying, look, your site's using a lot of resources and you know what? We're going to shut down your site again, blah, blah, blah. And oh, yeah, we shut down your site before you even had a chance to respond to us. Uh, please get back to us and pay us some more money so that we can get your site up and running again, blah, blah, blah. 
pay us more money. And again, so here we have the issue that their crack team of tech guys had solved the problem, but suddenly my site was using more resources. Okay. And then basically I did the same thing. I went to Twitter or X or whatever it is and said like, Hey, like this has happened again. Like it, you know, it's, it's, it's getting pretty annoying now because like my site's up, I go to show my portfolio and Oh, it, it, it does, you know, account suspended is what it's saying online. So I was like, you know, I'm at wit's end here. So again, the Twitter guy sweeps in. No, no, sorry, sorry, Jason. We, we're going to sort this out. We've got a tech guy here. And the tech guy was really good. He was like, hey, Jason, okay, like you've got some bots that are combing your site pretty hard. You know, put this into your program, you know, like upload it through the FTP server. And, you know, this should like calm things down. Great. Thank you very much for the help. And then a couple of weeks later, guess what? My site is shut down again. So then I'm dealing with Caesar, the customer service rep, and I'm really at wit's end. Like I'm explaining to him for the millionth time that like, I don't know how to fix this situation. I don't know what's going on. And he's really snarky. He's like, look, I cannot give you any more tips on how to optimize your site. Basically telling me that if I pay more, this problem isn't going to go away, but I'll have more resources to work with or something like that. But he's really snarky and I just didn't really like his tone. And that really chapped my ass. And so I said, like, like, look, like, what are you coming up to the table with? Like, and they're like, if you do the ultimate plan or something or the ultra plan, we can give you this and this and this. And we got a promotion running. And so I said, like, finally, I was like, OK, fuck it. Give me a year of the ultra plan and like, let's just be done with this. As I'm sitting here doing this podcast, I really want, I just, I, I am stopping myself from writing one of those like angry Karen emails to, to Caesar and really expressing my disappointment with the customer service because it really came across as like condescending. And why I say this is because like, I have worked in customer service years ago. I have worked with people and I understand the situations that like sometimes you just don't get through to people. But the point I was really struggling with was that like every email, I was clearly stating that I cannot find the solution to this problem, that I am asking them who have tech people to look at the problem from their end and tell me the solution or even help me find the solution because obviously it's causing them a problem. That's why they keep shutting down my site. But no, no, they wouldn't lift a finger. The only solution was to pay them more money. And that comes off as really bad customer service in my books because it's like, you know, oh yeah, yeah, you know, like we know, we know what the problem is, but fuck you, pay us more money. And that's it. So Bottom line is I'm with Host Papa for about a year. During that time, I'm going to try and redo my site. I'm going to utilize the resources as, as best I can, basically, to get my money's worth. And then I'm just going to go to a different provider. Because honestly and truthfully, like when I look at what Host Papa is providing, especially for a photographer, it's not much. And I should have moved on years ago, but I'm just stubborn. I don't want to migrate my site or anything like that. So with that being said, I'm just going to sit tight and try and 
you know, do a bit of research. And really, if you guys have any uh, ideas or pointers to to help build a portfolio site, let me know because I'm going to be in the process this year of revamping my site and possibly, well, for surely once this year is up, move my site to another provider because I'm I'm essentially done with Host Papa and Caesar and all those guys. It's funny though when I say this because I know sort of how these guys are. I, I dealt with them back in Canada and I know that their rebuttal is like, oh, we tried every angle to help you and blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, I can't say that they they didn't do much. Like, I mean, they they took screenshots of my C panel and showed me that there is fault. So don't get me wrong, they took screenshots and emailed them to me and showed me how bad of a website guy I was or something like that. But the point I'm trying to make here is, is that I've I've worked with these sort of bro tech dudes before and you know they sort of come off as like they know everything but really and truthfully what they're lacking is sort of the customer service aspect where they can jump into action and understand that you know I may not know when I'm looking at the cPanel screenshot exactly what the problem is it's sort of like if you take your car to a mechanic and he just lifts the hood and says see that's your problem you you got a clicky thingy right there yeah and you're saying okay yeah so it's clicking great what do i do and they're like well you got to stop the clicking okay how do i do that ah, not a responsibility but if you want to drive this thing you got to stop the clicking and that's sort of the service that they gave until i went to twitter and then the tech guy jumped in but literally a number of times i had jumped in and said like hey like i don't know what to do here can you help me and Caesar and all those guys were like, you know what? It's out of our scope. It's out of the scope of the tech people. But again, as I said, when I went on Twitter, magically, they they it was in the scope of their tech people. But the point I'll make is that dealing with these guys, I know that they'll come off as trying to say that they did everything possible or whatnot. But the point I really am stressing here is that they did the bare minimum and just stuck out their hand. And that's not really what a company should be doing when they encounter this situation. People are paying for a service. They should be working with those people to try and solve the situation, not saying, look, here's our ultimatum, 48 hours or we'll shut down your site, but we're not going to give you any money back or anything. You just have to sort out this problem if you want to have a site. And that's sort of the problem as I'm seeing it right now with, you know, host Papa is the fact that they're taking a service. Yes, they're providing a service. And yes, I was on a fairly old plan and that they were willing to say, move me to a different plan. But that seems like their intention all along. And I think when I boil this down, it just seems like sort of a conspiracy or something just to get me off that old server and into something where they can try and upsell me. Because if you don't know, or if you don't have a website, especially these companies, their whole game plan is to sort of upsell you on packages. Do you want a whole complete website made for you? That's this package. Do you want numerous emails? That's that package. 
And that's that's whole the whole reason why they have a sales team. It's not here is your service, we'll take the money. If you need any help, let us know. It, it's not like that. What's the um, website business has morphed into is it's it's like a used car sales lot, you know, like where it's like, oh, you know, you want windshield wipers? That'll be another $15 per month. You know, windshield wipers are standard. But hey, if you want the ultra wipers, which are exactly the same as the regular wipers, then that's another 15 bucks a month. And that's kind of the sleazy sales pitch I, I'm getting here. But at any rate, the site is up and running again. And, you know, I am going to probably make a lot of changes over the next little bit. But, you know, really and truthfully, I'm, I'm questioning whether in 2023, does a photographer really need a website? Like, yes, maybe to have some sort of presence, but, you know, everybody seems to be going to TikTok or Instagram or even Facebook, dare I say that word, but it, it's it's hard to really find the need for a actual proper website. And so I am questioning that as well. Now, the other bit of information I do want to talk about is if you're following this podcast, please use the Buzzsprout links because the other issue I had recently was with PodPage. Now, this is not a complaint because I do understand that companies need to make money. It's basically what happened was PodPage went to a paid platform and failed to inform most of the people that were using the basic free plan, including myself. So one of my listeners told me basically, yeah, the link you posted doesn't work. It just takes me to, you know, nothing. And again, it was one of those like freaky account suspended sort of situations. And, you know, in this case, I'm not as mad because I do have a backup, which is my basic plan from Buzzsprout and I pay for it. So I might as well use it. You know, PodPage, you know, it looked a little bit better and that's why I used it, but not really in the position to pay, you know, again, another chunk of money just to have a prettier page. I'm going to use the other service that I'm paying for as well. So again, if you find any links with the pod page, just overlook them from now on to post the Buzzsprout links that will link the episodes for you. But just just keep that in mind that I'm not using that page anymore. So if you do see the links, because I, I do use a service called Social B, which basically I, I just dump a bunch of content and it circulates through. And I really like it because it keeps stuff fresh. I'm really terrible at posting a lot of stuff regularly. So that's why I use sort of social B to sort of batch my photos and my blog posts and my podcasts all in one spot and then it'll sort them out and post them. But the problem therein lies is that sometimes it'll post older stuff that, you know, I some people have joked that, you know, you'll see in the middle of winter, uh, I'll have a post that says like, you know, it's springtime in Ulsan. Well, that's my content being shuffled a little bit. But at any rate, just a heads up, if you do see something linking back to PodPage, that is not going to work. And I'm actively trying to sort of sort through those links and replace them with the Buzzsprout links. Whew, that was a lot of complaining. But at any rate, I do want to really just hopefully... I'm not going to make a promise. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to be putting out regular content. I'm going to try and get back into the groove of podcasting. But honestly, it was a little bit challenge over the last you know year or so just to get stuff out. But 
I'm really going to try maybe that last week, maybe last a couple of months. But at any rate, I'm into season five and I'm charged up. So hopefully I can get back into the groove of things because it does feel like I have sort of a little bit more energy with regards to putting out content, especially now that I'm teaching photography classes at the city's foreigner support center. So that sort of gives me a little bit more material to work with and just going out and shooting the odd seascape on the weekend when it's nice out. So I am hopefully going to try and put out more educational content and whatnot and maybe help you guys out with, you know, kind of piggybacking on the photography classes. So I'll maybe put out some more stuff that will help you through this podcast rather than just bitching and moaning about my website. So please note that I, I apologize. I just had to get that off my chest because it was something that I was just been dealing with for the last few months. And as I said before, it really chaps my ass because I, you know, like I think with a lot of the service kind of stuff and, you know, like the tech bro bullshit, you do get this sort of blowback and I really hate that attitude. Like I was talking about sort of building up this community and with my classes, I can see a photo, a new photo community emerging. And that's something that I've been trying to cultivate over the last you know few months with this class, because a lot of times the foreigner scene, you know, quickly becomes toxic and you know, going back to the first group of friends, that's sort of where I got my start of to photography. A lot of those, you know, kind of devolved into sort of these toxic friendships. And with my time at Wilson Online, there have been a lot of instances where the foreign community is the most toxic thing you've ever seen. And even just recently, I saw it emerge between restaurants where a new restaurant run by foreigners, people are struggling to get a foothold into the scene, are getting mocked by another restaurant because they're, you know, English breakfasts are English breakfast, but they're not like, I guess, up to their standards coming from a guy who makes an English breakfast burger. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting off the point. But the point I want to make is that I, I really do want to use this podcast to sort of facilitate a more healthy community and give you content that maybe you can find useful and I'm going to try and post it regularly but don't don't hold me to it because again as I said like what I'm struggling with these days is with being so busy with all the classes now that I'm very very grateful that I have not just the photography classes but the business classes my weeks are flying by and and some days it's like I blink on a Monday and it's already Friday and I haven't had time to prepare anything. So just be it known that I am trying to get stuff out, but it's just, again, there's so many irons in the fire. At Sometimes I just, you know, I lose track of stuff. So at any rate, we're season five, episode one. This is the fifth season. As you know, basically... It's 20 episodes per season, but the last season took a heck of a long time. Now, what I'm planning to do for the upcoming season is kind of an odd thing. I'm, I jumped into ChatGPT and I asked it, like, what is the best way to produce a Korean-based English podcast about photography? 
and it came up with pretty much what I had started off doing. So interviews and, you know, locations and tips and stuff. So I'm going to use that information from ChatGPT and sort of build a more organized show, essentially. Like, that's what I should have done all along. And really and truthfully, that's what I tried to do. But I, I you think along the way, it sort of, I just got into my own head a little bit. So then you got season four, which took way too long to finish. And with that, I'm going to try and basically you know, keep things a little bit more organized and, you know, maybe even use a little bit of AI to keep things on the professional so you don't get an entire episode of me complaining about my website. How does that sound? Good. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening this far. And we've got some great shows and I've got maybe a few interviews planned along the way. With that being said, thank you very much. And I hope you guys survive the Korean heat wave. Take care and get out there shooting.